This is the EWN Podcast Network. If you're someone that feels like you have a lot to say, but either you're afraid to say it, or you just feel like you're not being heard, then meet Carrie MacArthur. Hi, I'm Carrie. If you have ever felt like you're invisible or that you want to be invisible, like you've lost touch with who you are, I just want you to know that I understand. I was there and I have spent the last six years of my life reconnecting to myself, my power, and my purpose. And now it is my passion to help you to dare to find your voice. So if you're ready, say I'm ready. I'm ready. Can I just tell you how excited I am to introduce all of you to my friend, Jen Zucker. Jen, how long has it been since we have actually been together? It's been like 10 years or something. I want to, yeah. Yeah, actually, it's been about 10 years since we've we've known each other. Yeah. Yeah, and it feels like yesterday in so many ways. Yeah? Facebook is really helpful for that. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So I met Jen, I'll just say, we were in a direct sales company together, you know, about 10 plus years ago. And it was a lot of fun. And we were at some event, a leadership event, and Jen, you stood behind me in line. And I remember turning around going, whoa, that is one confident woman. Like, I was really attracted to confident women, especially because I wasn't that. I didn't feel that. And I just, I was like, oh, I want what you have. And so I remember asking you questions about your, your earrings. You had the most fabulous earrings on I've ever seen. <laughs> And I remember the bigger the better. <laughs> oh, they work for you too. You're like such a rock star. Um, but I remember asking you questions and it was like your first big event and you were telling me that before you were and still you're an image consultant or a beauty consultant, you really loved helping people know um how to feel beautiful and you know what works for them and just and I was so in love. I remember saying, I want to do that with you sometime. <laughs> so that's kind of what we're gonna do. Here, um, so on top of that, I mean, you've just always been really dynamic, really powerful, a lot of fun to be with. I love how we connect in a lot of ways, not just in business, but in, I mean, I love to sing, I love music, and I know that's one of your favorite things ever, so I'm going to have you tell us a little bit about that. Um, And then right now, you are a longevity, is it a consultant that you call yourself, or? No, a unique. That's what I meant. No, we're a unique presenter, yeah. Unique presenter. And um, at the top 1% of that company, right? Yeah. That is so fantastic. And so I have yeah. a lot of questions for you. I want us, you to tell us who you are, first of all, though. Like anything that I missed, anything else you want to share? Oh, really oh, quick, one goodness. more thing that I love about you, and I know you'll elaborate on this, is just how in love you are with your family, with your daughter oh. and your husband. And I can feel the bond through your heart as you talk about them. So, And I've met both of them, and they're a fantastic you guys are an amazing family. So. Joe, yeah, Joe's the love of my life. I mean, he's my supporter and he just, he's an awesome, awesome man and, and a dreamboat. So, I mean, and I'm not, he really rocks my world every day and he's just, he's amazing and he supports me no matter what and has always supported me no matter what. So, um, and the best thing is he always told me, one of the things that I decided, I'm pretty sure early on is that he basically tells me I'm beautiful every day and has since the time we met him. And so I'm like, yeah, you're a keeper. If you're going to tell me I'm beautiful every day, you're in. <laughs> so, right? That he is a keeper. And that's the he, thing. I mean, I've seen it in action. So you're not just mm-hmm. saying that. And I know you wouldn't, but just to no. let everyone else know, like, it's for real. This love it's, is real. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's yeah. a real thing. And it's he's, amazing. Yeah, he's a total and he's a cutie. And, you know, and he's just 
he's just a, he's like my trophy husband. So I totally, Aww. yeah, I'm like, take him by the arm. I'm like, yeah, you're all good. So <laughs> we'll have you. Yeah. And then I have a 13 year old daughter, right? So we are full blown in crazy town. I mean, it's not even like one little step in like 12 year old. I could say we're almost there. No, we are full blown crazy hormones middle school yes like, Rock on. my youngest yeah. son is 13 as well so I'm right along there yeah, with you it's jeez mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had three girls there before world. it uh, is it is it's amazing <laughs> so but yeah I totally I one of the reasons why I do what I do and the kind of work that I do with direct sales and network marketing is so I can be home with them I mean that's that's the true story of it so I love yeah. I love it so um, but yes, I, you know, I'm a wife, I'm a mom, I'm a total gypsy at heart. I love to travel. I love to travel everywhere. Um, and I also love, um, singing and I sing with a four part women's acapella harmony chorus, um, a competitive one. And we basically placed fourth in the world out of 700 other choruses. So it's, you know, being part of a championship team is a lot of fun. It is basically the best girl sport ever with loads of hairspray, loads of makeup and music and jazz hands and it's Sweet Adelines International and it's the absolute it's a joy of mine. So yeah. Sweet Adelines International. I'm glad you told yeah. us the name I was going to ask you. Yes. yes. So Sweet Adelines yeah, Jazz Hands. Jazz hands. <laughs> it's like pitch perfect. We have women in our choruses from like age sixteen all the way to eighty something. You know what I mean? It's like it's I sing with 140 other women and we go out there and we compete and we sing in harmony and we just are about harmonizing the world through music. And, um, and it's, like I said, it's a competitive sport and it's so much fun. It's a lot of, it's a good time. So honestly, yeah. and I'll just tell you, harmony makes me happy both in music and in life. And that is one of the things that I have learned yeah. to really connect to over the last five years, especially of my own life, finding harmony and connection with who I am as a woman, and it's become my passion to help other people do the same thing. So I have a plethora of questions to ask you, and I'm sure I won't get to all of them. However, I'm very excited for people to um, be able to tap in a little bit more to my friend Jen. And um, so before, I have to take a commercial break, but when I come back, I want to talk to you a little bit more about how lipstick helped me to connect to myself. It's kind of a mystery, but it's a real thing. So Anyway, stay tuned. I'll be right back. Do you feel like you're drowning in administrivia? Do you have a podcast you would like transcribed to repurpose as a blog or even a best-selling book? Rhonda's virtual office is the answer to the freedom you crave so you can get busy doing what you love. Let Rhonda's virtual office give you the relief you need. Visit rondasvirtualoffice.com and get some peace of mind today. Rhonda's virtual office is the go-to transcription service for EWN podcast network so Jen I have had this question because for the last five years I have I made a commitment to myself to do something that scares me every day because I was kind of thrown into a situation where I had to get up on stage unlock every little passion in my heart and perform a skit and it it melted me into a snot puddle on the floor honestly and I was given the the chance, I guess, to not do it. However, the trainer at that retreat I was at said, um, you promised to play it 100%. Just don't forget that. So I was like, dang it, my responsibility bone took over. And so I knew I had to do it. And I took a breath for the very first time. 
I swear on my whole life, like a real life breath and the world got brighter and it's so literal. Like it, it could be wow. really figurative, but it's so, so literal. And I knew at that time that I wasn't going to stop feeling that way. So I made that choice to do something that scared me. And a lot of the things have been baby steps. And there are a few that stood out in my life that have really been transformational. And from the outside, they still look like baby steps. But for me, they were huge. The first one was wearing my hair up. It's something I never would do, not even home in private. <laughs> so if I had it up sometimes to clean my house and it was touching my face, you know, because it was touching my face and my husband or someone would walk in the door, I'd rip it out as soon as, you know, before they could see me. It was a real fear that I had. And when I learned to be able to do that and I had to do it over and over and over for months to finally feel comfortable. That was the first one. And then um, the other really big one was dancing, which used to paralyze me. If some, and it wasn't that I don't have rhythm. I totally have rhythm. I have the ability to follow steps. I just couldn't do it. It, was, it unlocked something in me that I wasn't willing to share. But when I finally made that decision, that changed me. And then the last one was, I just really noticed that I wasn't quite tapped into my femininity and my womanhood, and I really wanted that. So we, I, with my coach, went on this quest for finding my sexy. <laughs> and and the, one of the biggest things I've done, really, was wear lipstick. So um, it, I, don't, I can't even explain it. So it's been a question, and I know that you're so good at what you do, and you're so connected with how to bring the beauty that's on the inside out. And so that's my question to you. And you can start and take it from whatever angle, but why did lipstick make such a powerful impact on who I feel I am? Well, so here, this is the question that I would, I would ask you. So it's like, are, what do you think, what did it do when you put it on before? Like when you wouldn't put it on. So like my question to you is what was it about what was lipstick? Issue? What is the thought process about lipstick before well, I remember I would look at other people and how beautiful they would look. And I also knew that my husband, he had said a few times that I really love, you know, the way she wears her lipstick. And so I'm like, he wants me to wear it and it looks so beautiful. But every time I would put it on and then I would look in the mirror, it was like, ah, and I've actually asked my question that or asked myself that question several times. And to me, I mean, the broad answer, there's several little detailed answers, but the broad answer is I just feel like it made me be seen. So makeup, and makeup, I think, gets a bad rap a lot. It's like, don't wear makeup because you're hiding who you truly are and, you know, and whatever. And I get that, but I also feel like it works in the opposite direction. And it's, I think, the reason why we're wearing it. So I would wear enough makeup to hide what I considered was my ugly, mm -hmm. but not enough. I mean, just under enough to be seen. To be seen. Yes. And so, so I think I was seen. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, you just answered the biggest thing of all is like somewhere along the line, you decided that being seen was bad, you know what I mean? And not a good thing, no matter what the underlying thing was. And so all of a sudden, if you were wearing lipstick, you were to be seen. And so that's the, to me, that's the funniest thing in the world about our brain, because our brain totally lies to us and tells us tricks, you know what I mean? And it said somewhere along the line, you decided that wearing lipstick meant that you would be seen, which meant that you were unprotected. So, you know, I mean, it's like mm -hmm. back in the day, we needed our brain to tell us there's a saber-toothed tiger chasing us. We don't have that saber-toothed tiger chasing <laughs> us anymore, but you being seen was like, oh my God, a tiger is going to come get me if I wear this lipstick because all of a sudden your body's protecting yourself. So somewhere along the line, you decided that it was okay to be seen. So your relationship between lipstick, so it's like, okay, lipstick means I'm being seen, which means I'm going to, some bad thing's going to happen if I wear it. So somewhere along the line, you decided 
that it was okay to be seen. And um, in this quest to finding your own sexy, you found out that it was okay. So I think that that has everything to go back to your confidence because I, and you touched a really big, big thing. You have to know I am a lover of skincare and makeup, a lover of it. But all that being said and done, I am probably one of the first people that will tell you I will walk out of the house without makeup. You know, I will. I got out of the house without makeup. And women do not, and I sell makeup, and women do not need makeup to feel beautiful. Now, yeah, I, I wear makeup because I love it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Not because I'm wearing it for anybody else. Not because I'm wearing it for, to make, to hide. I don't wear it to, to be seen. I wear it because I like it. And I wear it because I feel more beautiful with it on it has nothing to do with anybody else. And if I give my power away to somebody else, like if I'm wearing it for somebody else, then mm-hmm. that to me is giving my power away. If I'm wearing mm-hmm. it to hide myself, then that's giving my power away. If I'm wearing it because I love it, then that's it. I mean, and you've heard me say this before time and time again, confidence is truly the most beautiful thing a woman can wear, whether you have makeup on or not. So I think that when you decided that you were going to be confident in your skin, when you mm-hmm. decided to be confident in what, who you were, that it didn't matter anymore, whether you were seen or not, because you're like, I'm going to be seen and whether I have lipstick on or not. So I don't think, it, it, I think that was the choice. And so that's what gets me really excited about working with women every day um, about feeling more beautiful. And, you know, it's like, like I said, I'm the first one to tell you that you don't need makeup. You absolutely don't because it, it, you are beautiful just the way you are. That's amazing. So two things you touched on that I love. The first thing is, yeah, the more that I've been able to feel confident and the more I've been able to allow myself to wear make to wear lipstick and to go out in public and be on video and do selfies and whatever with the lipstick on, the more confident I am without makeup. I find myself doing live videos all the time with no makeup and even just like with my hair kind of messy and it's like I'll be done or even in the middle and I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing this. And I actually feel just as confident as I, you know, would have actually more confident than I would have before when I had to get all ready before. So that to me is so, it it baffles my mind. I totally get it. And it still baffles me just that I can see myself with no makeup on and feel fine with who I am. The other thing that you said that I love, it has become part of my own work, my own passion. And one of my hugest, um, what soapbox moments is when you said I decide the decide when you make that decision to be confident and that's what it was. I remember I was sitting on a beach with my husband not long ago for our anniversary in a swimsuit and totally afraid of myself and bawling, watching all different sizes and shapes of women just walking around confidently in their bathing suits. And here I am, you know, feeling awful. And I, at that time I had to make a decision. I can feel terrible and ruin this anniversary trip or I can decide to be confident. And it was the decision. And to me, once you a decision, isn't a decision until you've actually you don't have to um, make the decision again. It's just like done and you move forward from there. So, Absolutely. yeah, I wanted to touch on that. So, but I to, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, that's where, if you want to talk about like, like how I got started or, you know, because people are like, Jen, because you mentioned when you first met me, you're like, how confident, what, like, wow, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. she's a confident person and you were attracted to that kind of thing. So you have to know. So like I am 5'10". Okay. So I'm not a short woman. And I mean, I'm not uber I'm tall woman. And um, up until recently, I was over 300 pounds. And I've been very heavy, you know, what I mean, like for a very long, I've been a plus size girl for a long, long time. So in my 20s, 
basically I was a plus size gal. I was being, and I was walking around and here I am all big, you know, plus size gal walking around trying to dress cute. And I was mortified. Like every time I would go shopping, I was mortified that everything that I wanted was very dowdy, you know what I mean? And very plain and very tent-ish and very hiding. And I, and I couldn't stand that. I, that bothered me a lot. So I was on a quest to, I was like, I'm 23 years old. I am not going to look like a frumpy old maid just because I'm obese, just because I'm fat. You know what I mean? I was like, there's no reason why I need to be hiding myself, you know what I mean, in these clothes. And my dad is a very tall man. My dad is, was, was six, seven. We all shrink, right? I've already shrunk a little bit, but it's like my dad's six, seven. And so my dad always taught me that I was an Aldridge. You know what I mean? You stand tall. You are an Aldridge. You are five ten. You are a tall woman and you are going to be proud of who you are. And so that resonated with me. And so I always knew that I was, you know, not proud in the sense of being proud, but like, I'm, I, I stand tall. This is who I am. And I was like, just because I'm overweight, doesn't mean I'm going to hide myself. So I, like I said, I was on a quest to find clothes. And so I would go shopping and find cute things. So that's where my journey started going, where I was like, how dress, how to dress right for my body type. You know what I mean? What is my body type? What is going to look best on me? So I'm a little top heavy. Okay. So the, the <laughs> sisters are quite hello, you know, right there in your face. And, um, and I'm on the opposite so, side of that spectrum. Put it out there. So if you were more part, I had to learn how to dress right. So if I wear printed tops and a dark bottom, then my sisters are going to be greeting somebody first. So I had to learn how to create the balance in my own body type. So it's like if you're more pear-shaped and you wear printed bottoms, I mean, your backside is like, that's all people see. So it's like creating that harmony between the balance of your body type so that I felt the most confident in my skin as I learned how to dress for body type. You know what I mean? And in the plus size body that I had. And so I like, I was like, how do I hone in on these skills so that I feel the most confident? So I also learned about color analysis, what the best colors were for my skin tone. So that no matter what, if I had makeup on or not, I knew I was wearing the right color that would reflect and make my skin look the best. So whether I wore a little little bit of makeup or a lot of makeup. So a few things with body image and body typing and with skin analysis, you know, I mean, skin color analysis and then wearing the right color makeup and all that kind of stuff. And then even going to a little bit like when you talk, when you hear the, the things about being on point or being on trend, like because I was a plus size gal, I always, I always like the dramatic. That's just my own personality type, whether you were a dramatic personality type, a classic fashion personality type, a natural per person or a romantic. So like taking those four type of personality types and seeing where I was. So I was always more dramatic. However, they didn't make dramatic clothes in my size. They made the staples, you know what I mean? So I learned how to take the classic type and then add a flair of dramatic to like in shoes and accessory and bags yes. and colors, how to do that. So that made me earrings. Exactly. It's like, mm -hmm. um, that's how I figured out what made me feel confident. So it's taking those things that make you feel confident and then expanding on that 
and then going from there. I know that a bright, bold lipstick makes me feel confident. So I wear bright, bold. I, today I did a whole eye thing today. So that's why I'm wearing a new. You want, if you have dark eyes, there's a side tip with makeup. If you have, if you're going to wear a darker or dramatic eye, then you go with a lighter lip. If you're going with a lighter, if you want a nice, bold lip, then always go with a lighter eye. You know what I mean? So it's like, so that always creating that harmony. It's just like in clothes. If you're wearing, you know, it's just always creating that balance. So, nice. I mean, that's the, that's how I got involved in it. You know what I mean? That's how I got involved in, in, in having people feel more confident in their skin they're in just by using a few minor tools on upping their game on how to feel more confident in your skin. And therefore you walk taller, you move stronger. You know what I mean? It's like, you're more confident when you walk into the room knowing, oh yeah, I'm, I'm wearing the right thing for my body type. Yeah. I know exactly who I am in my body. And and doing it that way. So that's what gets me really fired up and empowering is teaching women how to be comfortable in their own skin, no matter what, using people's mm-hmm. best assets, not necessarily hiding anything, but let's use what you love the most, you know, about your body and about your skin and about your lips, you know, and all that kind of stuff. So that's what gets me fired up. I love that. And yeah, you, you're always fired up, but I just, you know, I felt the flare <laughs> as you were speaking. It was amazing. Um, and I honestly, there are still days when I'm like, I, I'm not feeling it today. Like if I put this on, I'm going to be a little more insecure. You know, I'm going to be a little more shaky. And those are the days that I have to wear it. Those are the days yep. that it's on and my hair will go up. Usually if I have something that I'm stepping into, that's a little scary that day, or if I'm whatever that if you have see my hair up and bright lipstick on, or it's not really bright, but a dark color you know that there's probably something I'm going to conquer that day. So it's, it's become almost like a, a power um, pose for me in a, in a lot of ways. That. It's fun because it, it, I've tapped into, I know that for me, I, my personality type is one that I, I seek for comfort and there's nothing wrong with that, but especially when I'm able to expand my comfort zone and feel comfortable in way more places. So I know now that if I'm feeling shaky, I have to go back to those staple pieces of me that helped me to, really expand my confidence and so yeah that's been my that's perfect that's awesome that see but see you know that about you and it's like for everybody to find something like that a trigger you know what I mean a mindset or something like that that they that you know that okay today's the day like that so for me one of the things that I have to do often is like I have to remember to play down the makeup you know what I mean it's like because I know I go to the uber dramatic side because I like to because I'm an allergy type so when you see me on Facebook with a picture or if I'm going live and I have no makeup on it's like oh yeah I gotta I gotta you know walk the walk in the sense of I'm showing people you can do it the other way around I don't need a ton of makeup you know what I mean I can have a hat on in my head you know what I mean I can I am the girl that wears no makeup and a hat and my glasses, you know what I mean? And goes to the grocery store like that because, and it's not, and like I said, I don't wear makeup and I don't dress for other people. I dress for myself, but I like, I'm like, okay, it's time to, yeah. all right. Yeah, this is me. This is, this is me on a normal basis. So it's an interesting, that's, that's awesome. So, but my hat still probably will be leopard and have bling on it. Just saying. I mean, just saying, but that's because it's Jen. You're connecting to Jen, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. So I have one last, well, I have two more questions for you. The first one though is, um, when you are meeting with someone like, and you're teaching them about, you know, the unique products or how to build beautiful and they are, as I was like almost backward in their 
their identity. What do you do to help them come out of that to even, you know, first of all, listen to what you have to say and trust you and to step into that? Do you yeah. have a, a formula you follow or what do you, you know, do? The, the most important thing to me is I just want to look at them in the eye and say, you know what? You're beautiful just the way you are. What is it that we are trying to accomplish? So like for you, if you came to me and said, Jen, I need a lipstick to start off with because I'm scared to wear lipstick. Then I would honestly say, let's start with a nude lipstick. I mean, and then move on to a little bit darker and a little bit darker or a little bit brighter. You know what I mean? Because I want people not to freak out. You know what I mean? I would start off small. So it's like you wearing your hair up at the house, you know what I mean? And then venturing outside, you know what I mean? It is doing what you said, doing it scared, like like doing it anyway. And I'm a big believer in that. You have to do it scared. You have to say, I can do this. And, and, and I'd probably look at them and think, your brain is lying to you. You're beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, and that is the most important thing. And looking at somebody and saying, your brain is lying to you. It's okay. You know what I mean? And then believe it or not, most of the time women will cry. You know what I mean? And because I believe that because that statement to me, even now sometimes will catch me off guard, but especially back, you know, a few, even just a year ago to tell you the truth, um, really vulnerable moment. I was, I was challenged to write I am statements. I taught I am statements. I believed in it and I couldn't do it. And the number one that I, when I started doing it, the one I could not even write, let alone say out loud, was I am beautiful. So I started with, I am not as ugly as I think I am. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, the brain doesn't hear the not. So right. then it was like, I am okay. And then it was, I am, you know, and it gradually went. And when I wrote, I am beautiful for the first time and I said it out loud, it was so painful. And I was at a point that I was ready to step into that level of pain, but it had to start with that baby step. And then I remember the day, and it wasn't very much long after, I had started this, the lipstick thing. I had been dancing for a couple of weeks. And then I, I was able to say I'm beautiful out loud. And then I was looking through photos of, of, on my phone, not for me. I was looking for something completely different. And I saw photos of myself, and I saw beauty. And I began to bawl, not because I was scared, but because I was grateful. And it was released. And it, I still get emotional when I talk about it because being able to see that in myself was just a huge huge um breakthrough breakdown breakthrough moment and so exactly i love how you mentioned the baby steps and it does it gets in people's face and they may cry and they may shut down and close you off at first so it's that i don't know what you do to persist in that to break through the wall but i i love everything that you said because <laughs> i really well, it's it's so important to tell other women that they're beautiful you know not looking for another compliment it's so important to tell our daughters that they're beautiful they're so important to tell your friends that they're beautiful mm-hmm. and i'm not saying that being smart isn't important it is it, you know it is yeah. important and being brilliant and being a leader is important but the biggest thing is that people are told is that they don't think they're beautiful and that they don't think they're enough and they are enough just the way they are mm-hmm. you are enough just the way you are you are beautiful and just telling people that, that they're beautiful and that they're worthy of it is so important. And if I can tell women, just like my husband tells me every single day, if I can tell somebody else that they're beautiful, even by just simply posting it in a group, posting it on my wall, sharing mm-hmm. it on Instagram, I don't care. You know what I mean? And just telling mm-hmm. them that, that they're beautiful every day, then I've done my job for the day. That's amazing. That's amazing. And my natural question inside of myself is always why. So I like to take it a step further and give a reason why I think that. Like, man, your eyes really just 
are amazing or you know your smile radiates love all over you know that kind of a and so that it helps them to actually you know think oh my goodness she wasn't just saying that to make me feel better or to mock me which I always went to they're mocking me they really think I'm so ugly that they're going to tell me I'm beautiful to make fun so I mean it was a completely backward so yeah I love to give the reason why as well but I love Jen I've loved talking to you so much Um, I love you girl (laughs) I have one more question I just want to ask and it's because my very first thought of why I wanted to do a podcast um, and it's been a few years ago and I went a different direction I first created my um, coaching um, modality, which I call voice, which is tapping into the value of who you are, being open to new ideas, new experiences, acting with intention, clearing out old stuff, and then expressing who you've found out, like actually being the person that you found that you are. So that's my modality. So I created that. I got that going. And then it came back to, wait, podcast is still speaking to me. And the reason is, is because I just want to spread good news in the world because we we have news anchors and they're doing their job and I just feel like let's let them do their job but they aren't the only they're not the majority those negative things we hear to me are I believe so strongly that that's the minority and that all the rest of the people who are you know in love with life and who who have a you know just have good things happening in their lives it's time for us to speak up so I want to be able to spread good news and so to me Jen if you would just share a little bit of good news in your life what is it that's good news to you just to to help other people see that there's more good news than bad news in our world oh my gosh so I'm right there on your boat too I think that the positive people need to be way louder you know what I mean it's time for us just to be absolutely absolutely we need to be we need to be super loud and oh so my gosh good news I have so much good news (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, I mean, I do. There's like, uh, I'm like going down the list like, oh my gosh. I mean, for real, that's how I, okay. So here's the thing. When you think of the positive, more positive is going to come to you just the hands down. So when you have a positive vibration, you're going to get more positive. When you have a negative vibration, you're going to get more negative. So let me see. So you mentioned I'm in the top um, 0.01% of my company and my business is growing like crazy. I mean, so it's so exciting to be a part of a rocket ship. Um, number two, my husband, um, just in the last week, his dreams um, are coming true and we are one step closer to him retiring his job and doing what he wants to do forever. So that is so super good news. My daughter just got a role in the play, one of the leads in the play, and she is like passionate and on fire about being um, a performer. And I can't wait for that. We're planning a trip to go to New York to go to for a week and go to see a bunch of Broadway shows to go do that. Um, my my brother-in-law is living here at the house right now because he moved from Colorado here to Las Vegas. Uh, and he's living with us right now because um, he's there. And my in-laws are on their way here as well. I've seen my, I, now that we've moved to Vegas, I've seen my brother more times in the last mm-hmm. year than I have in, um, in 16 years that I was in Colorado. Um, geez, the housekeepers are at the house right now cleaning my house because I hate cleaning my house, but I love a clean house. I mean, so it's like something like that. I'm so grateful for, you know, it's like um, just, uh, just amazing. I'm taking an amazing class right now. You know what I mean? I'm singing, I, I'm singing better than I've ever sung before in my whole life. Um, there, it's just, my cup is overflowing with abundance and amazing women and amazing people are coming into my life every day. So, and, and 
tonight is um, Yom Kippur, which is the Day of Atonement, um, mm. which is a day where the Jews, um, you basically go and you fast for a day so that you are um, forgiven for your, your sins for the year and that may God bless you another um, book of life. And so um, another year of life and um, Morgan is singing at the service tonight. So, I mean, stuff like that. So it's just my, my life is, my life is, is full of blessings and I am, I am so grateful for all of it. And I know more is coming and that's, that's what's amazing. That's so much good news. So Jen, your life is a gift. I mean, you've been given so much. And the mm -hmm. thing that's amazing about that is that you own those gifts, you magnify those gifts. And so it like your cup runneth o'er, and you're sharing those gifts with everyone else. And that is to me what it means to speak your voice. Own your gifts, magnify your gifts and share them with the world. And then you're given more gifts to continue to just continue to bless. So Absolutely. I appreciate the blessing that you are in my life personally, even though we haven't like been together for 10 years, like I, I still feel your presence in my life so oh, much. And I appreciate you. everything that you did. Thank you for ha asking me on this and congratulations on your book. Oh! It's been on my vision, you know, for so long and I'm like, Oh my goodness, that's a realization. Okay. Now it's got to go bigger. My own. Yes. Book, right? So yeah. Yeah. That's oh. awesome. That's awesome. so incredible. So Jen, how can people get a hold of you? If they want to know more about how to bring the beauty out of them, if they want to know more about makeup and you know what you offer, how can they get a hold of you? Well, there's a two, there's a few different ways. So um, number one, you can find me on Facebook and that's Jennifer, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R, Aldridge, A-L-D-R-I-D-G-E. And that's Zucker, Z-U-C-K-E-R. You can find me that way. Um, you can also just go to my website and send me a message. And my website is www.lashqueenllc.com. That's www.lashqueenllc.com. And you can contact me there, that way as well. But um, Facebook is a really easy way to friend me. And then one of the biggest things, though, is, is if you can send me a personal message and say, hey, I saw your podcast, and that way... Um, um, that way I'll make sure that I accept your friendship and we can, we can start talking from there. So absolutely she's quick at the, I mean, you know, maybe not immediate, but she's always on top of those messages. So she will get back to you. I know that I am. That's where, you know, social media is my game. I, too. I love social media. <laughs> awesome. Even in our old age, huh? We can rock it just like the kids. Can. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. So thank you awesome. so much, Jen. Oh, uh, uh, thank you. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Uh, and life. So Yay. I will. <laughs> I'll next. talk to you soon. All Thanks right, so much. See you later. Bye. Bye. Have you ever asked yourself this question? Why is it so hard to make a buck? <laughs> I know I have. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. What I have discovered after going from the brink of bankruptcy to running a multi-million dollar award-winning business is this. You can't build a million dollar dream hanging around minimum wage mindsets. My mission is one million women entrepreneurs generating one million dollars in annual revenue. So here's what I've done. I've created the mother of all entrepreneur success programs that you can access online on your time. It's called Monetize Me Now. It's a seven-module online course that is 100% my success formula, covering mindset, mission, management, motivation, marketing, and measure. Come on, take my hand, and I'll show you the way to learn to earn flowing revenue for your business. Visit monetizemenow.com for details.
This is the EWN Podcast Network.